Hey everyone, today on Rado Runs Through, it's time for some more crowd sorcery. We're going to be talking about some of the most exciting crowdfunding campaigns that are ending before the next episode airs on April 19th. But before we get to suggesting, as always, I'm going to hand it off to Richard to talk about some of the campaigns that the channel has already covered. So, might I suggest some crowd sorcery? Let's get into it. Hello, everybody. I am coming to you from the Valley of the Gods, Utah, which has been doing everything it can to kick us out of here. Yesterday, we had like 10 hours straight of winds averaging 40 to 50 miles an hour, gusting it up to 60 or 70 miles an hour. It was kind of terrifying. At one point last night, this entire rig moved, and we were not controlling it. And this is like a seven-ton rig we're in. Yikes. But anyway, things seem to have calmed down this morning, which means it's time for breakfast, but not until I tell you about a few games that are ending their runs on crowdfunding campaigns in the next two weeks. And after I'm done telling you about the ones that have already appeared on the channel... Alex is going to give you a whole bunch more. He's done so much research. Alex, you are doing a fantastic job. Everybody, if you haven't already, go check out Alex's um, uh, YouTube channel. Might I suggest a game? He just put up a new video the other day. I love him. That's why I have him here. And uh, enough uh, chitter-chatter. Let's get going, folks. First of all, I got three games to tell you about. Actually, four. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On April 10th, Let's Go to Japan is going to be ending its crowdfunding campaign. I filmed a run-through for it right on that table right over there, just off screen. And Jen and I both love this game. It is about trying to plan the perfect trip to Japan. It's a card drafting game with some very, very cool mechanisms, and it is so thematic. So richly engaging and it, it, there is no way anybody won't play this game and then immediately wants to start planning a trip to Japan because oh my gosh it seems amazing uh, the story behind this game is wonderful and charming it's been a huge hit so far and I cannot recommend it enough go check out my preview uh, if you'd like to know more but um, like all the games we're talking about today there's links forward to the Kickstarter pain, campaign directly down in the show notes if you want to go check it out you have until April 10th if if you're interested in let's go to Japan then next up on April 14th a double feature is going to be ending its campaign uh, they're both from flat out games Point City and Deep Dive now I did a run through for Point City Amy and Maggie did a run through for Deep Dive and then we all got together again in that dinette that's just off camera right now to talk about our experiences playing them because when we met up at the Dice Tower West convention and uh, that was a lot of fun again links are down in the show notes if you want to uh, see us all having a good time talking about why we love these games. Point City is the sequel to Point Salad, but it really ups the depth and complexity, and it is fantastic. Absolutely love it. Um, you know, a, a card drafting game about doing SimCity style uh, point scoring. Good, fun, 
fast game with a lot of crunchy de uh, decisions to make. Then there's Deep Dive, which is a push-your-luck game about penguins diving deep into the ocean to go hunting and avoiding predators. And it's really sharp. I especially appreciate the idea that if you push your luck too hard and you bust, um, you actually, it helps you for a good deal of the game and makes it easier to get to bigger scoring things later on. So, smart design. Uh, Deep Dive, a lighter game, definitely kind of a party-ish kind of push your luck game, whereas Point City is a bit more thought-provoking and they're both great. And this double feature campaign, although you could back one or the other, your choice, ends on April 14th. And then finally, again, ending on April 14th, is The Last Kingdom. From Gameland Games and designer John D. Clare, this is based on a very popular TV show on Netflix. I think it's been running five seasons now. And this really captures all the political intrigue and um, all the rest of it, of the TV show The Last Kingdom. It is really interesting because John DeClaire, I don't think, has really done a game quite like this. This is basically a dudes-on-a-map style game where you're doing area control and combat and all of that. And the miniatures look absolutely fantastic. And uh, what I really like about it, after watching Shay's run-through, is the idea that, hey, you know what, if you do get in combat and things don't go your way... The Consolation Prize is almost as good as the Victory Points because they give you resources that you can use that will really turn the tide later with this very, very cool event system that's constantly updating. John D. Clare is one of the best designers working today. He never does things in a normal way. Even when he is uh, doing a, you know, a genre that is very well practiced and we've seen a lot over the years, he comes up with new, interesting ways to uh, turn it on its head, which is why The Last Kingdom, I think, is worth checking out. And, um, oh, and if you'd like, uh, Shay, in his final thoughts, he actually did an interview with John. So you really get to hear more John declare the designer of the game's final thoughts and less of Shay's final thoughts if you want to know more about the development of the game and all that. So that also ends on April 14th. And my food right there is getting cold, folks. So I'm going to throw it over to Alex. Alex, you did a lot of research, I know. What did you find? What have you got for us? Awesome. Thanks for all that info, Richard. Let's just jump right into it, and we'll start with our rapid-fire honorable mentions for campaigns that are either reprints or expansions or maybe some other special cases. The first one we'll talk about today is Townsfolk Tussle, Foul Neighbors, and Odd Jobs. Those are expansions that's on Kickstarter until April 6th. Now, this one is adding two new expansions to that vintage-style co-op boss battler that was... Townsfolk Tussle, of course, and it's going to be reprinting the original version as well. So if you were a fan of the first game but didn't get a chance to get your hands on it, or if you're just a fan of this kind of golden age, reminds me kind of of Cuphead, Cuphead-esque style, then check this campaign out. The next one is DEI Faith and Anarchy Expansion, which is on GameFound, actually, until April 7th. Now, this is a new expansion to the asymmetric dystopian game of the same name, DEI, that uh, also includes a reprint of the original game. So if you missed out on that first one, or if you're looking for some of those 3D Blade Runner-esque vibes and you want some awesome minis, some cool 3D terrain, then you should definitely check out this campaign, which includes the expansion. And the last one on my honorable mentions list is One Card Dungeon Mag MacGuffin Returns, which is on Kickstarter until April 11th. Now, this one is a print-and-play expansion to a very interesting... Dungeon Crawlers for solo player. It's a dice placement puzzle that 
only comes on one single card. So this is a print and play expansion for it. If you're not, if you don't know if this one is for you or not, you know, you might as well check it out. The if you want this expansion, it costs three euros, and to get the whole set, it costs I think a total of six euros. So it's pretty hard to beat as far as a price standpoint goes. So if you're looking for a good solo game and you want to have some new fodder for this solo game, then you should check out this campaign. Anyways, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. Let's get into some crowd sorcery, all right? The first one that we're going to talk about is Unmatched Adventures Tales to Amaze, which is on Kickstarter until April 10th. Now, this is a cooperative boss battling game. I feel like you're going to hear those words boss battling a lot. It just so happens that a lot of these campaigns have that mechanic in it, but this one is no different. This is a boss battling game, but it uses the unmatched system in it, and it plays up to four players. So in this game, you're going to be playing as these new heroes that have wildly different abilities, but you're going to have to work together to defeat these super powerful bad guys. In the game, the game plays just like the rest of the unmatched series. So you are if you're not familiar with this system, you're going to be moving around the board to get into position. You're going to play cards for special abilities, and you're going to use those to try to defeat your enemy before they defeat you. But instead of going into the head-to-head -head gameplay like you would in the original Unmatched series, you are going to be on the same team and fighting a shared enemy. So I think one of the most interesting parts of this game for me is... The gameplay, yes, the cooperative, yes, the cooperative nature of it, certainly. But for me, I think what's interesting about it is that it actually integrates with the rest of the franchise, which means you can kind of mix and match these heroes and characters in other sets to give this game even more replayability. So you can play with the characters that you get in this edition in other versions of Unmatched, or you can play with characters in other versions of Unmatched by bringing them in and doing these adventures with those. So I think that's super interesting. It feels very modular and very cool. So if you're already a big fan of the Unmatched series, but you wish it was a little bit less mean, I guess, or if you're just looking for a cooperative game that feels like a more tactical version of Horrified, I guess, then might I suggest Unmatched Adventures, Tales to Admaze. And again, this one will be ending on April 10th on Kickstarter. Okay, the next one is a game called Galactic Renaissance, which is also on Kickstarter until April 11th. This one is a game of political intrigue and diplomatic control of the entire galaxy for two to four players from Matago Games. Now, in this game, you're going to be building a deck of specialists. You're going to be sending out your emissaries to these different planets on the board to expand your influence and ultimately build an engine that outpaces your opponents, right? There are some drafting and some deck building elements. There's some area control stuff happening. Plus, I mean, the artwork is absolutely amazing. But I think what really sold me on this campaign is that this is the second game in the political trilogy is what they're calling it from designer Christian Martinez. The first of which is Inish. Now, Inish is such a clever and streamlined game that creates a lot of decision space without feeling overdone. So if this is an even more sort of fine-tuned version of that, which 
you know, some folks are saying, then I'm definitely interested. So if you've always wanted to politic your way into galactic supremacy, or maybe you, you know, and maybe you want to wear your Senator Jar Jar Binks cosplay while you're doing it, then might I suggest Galactic Renaissance. And this one will be on Kickstarter, like I mentioned before, until April 11th. Okay, next one up is a little bit of a lighter one. This one is called Cursed Goblins, and it's on Kickstarter again until April 11th. Now, this is a pocket-sized competitive card game for two to five players that you can play in 30 minutes, and you may be wondering, Alex, this isn't a thinky euro with minimal luck and a streamlined action economy. And to that I would say, you're right. It isn't that. It's honestly probably the opposite of that. But I think Cursed Goblins kind of has the potential to be this quick and easy game between games, a palate cleanser, if you will, right? It, it's going to be able, you'll be able to play it to kind of clear your mind before you, you know, play another three hour Euro. I think that is something that I'm always looking for in my collection because sometimes you need a little bit of a change of pace before you get into another big one. So as far as the gameplay goes, it's basically like a competitive Hanabi if you've ever played that one. You'll you'll be playing cards from your hand in ascending order in order to try and curse your opponents and defeat them. But the only person whose hand you can't see is your own. And I think that level of sort of unknown information is really interesting. You'll have to give clues to your neighbors without uh, giving too much away, and whoever is the last goblin standing wins. So, will this one really test the limits of your brain capacity? Uh, probably not, but if you're looking for a lightweight competitive card game with very few rules to learn, and maybe to play while everyone shows up for game night, that one's always a good use case, then might I suggest Cursed Goblins. And this one will be on Kickstarter until April 11th, so make sure to check it out. Also on ending on April 11th is another game that I'm interested in called Nekojima. Now this one is a dexterity and a balancing game, okay? You don't hear about those that often these days, but this is one is for one to five players that plays cooperatively and competitively in about 15 to 30 minutes. Now, in this game, you're going to be placing different power lines around the island. You're going to be using balance and dexterity to make sure that none of those power lines touch. And that's the tricky part. Now, these power lines, they're made out of these beautiful wood pieces that have this nice, colorful rope that goes in between. So, really, this one's a spectacle, and I really like the components. The gameplay, though, it seems really simple to grasp, but I think the movements that you're going to need to use in order to, you know, hang the cats and place the power lines is is what's going to be really challenging to master about this one but like i mentioned before the component quality of this one is just really really nice and plus i mean there's cute little cats you, you can't really ask for much more than that so i uh, i i really like that it includes as well both a cooperative and a competitive mode because even though I enjoy dexterity games, I'm not very good at them, to be quite honest with you. So if I'm on a team in a cooperative mode, I feel like I can improve my skills and without, I guess, knocking everything over immediately. So maybe I can learn from example from some other folks as well. So anyways, if you're looking for a clever dexterity game with a cute theme, a novel gameplay concept, which I think is interesting, and some quality production, then might I suggest Nekojima which ends on Kickstarter on April 11th, like I mentioned before. 
Now, also on April 11th, we're going to switch over now to GameFound, and on GameFound until April 11th is a game called Final Strike. Now, Final Strike is a competitive weapon forging and, here's the buzzword, boss battling game for two to four players that plays in about 30 to 60 minutes. In this game, you're going to be fighting multiple bosses to clear each level. You're going to... and you know to do so you're going to have to forge more powerful weapons from the blacksmith market it has kind of this forging system which i think is really interesting you're going to once you use the weapons you're going to gain glory for damaging the monster but really the real bonus is that you have to kind of get the timing right so that you can deal the final blow to that monster if you get the final blow then you get some uh, extra bonus of glory which is going to help you at the end of the game because once all the boss monsters are defeated whoever has the most glory wins now the pixel art style seems to be kind of having a moment i talked about a game last week or last time we did a video that had this really cool pixel art style and this one does it too you know, I think it probably is because a lot of people are making board games that are inspired by video games, but anyways, I'm here for it. I think it's really cool, and this game, Final Strike, does it pretty well. As far as the gameplay goes, I'm really interested at, about the forging system in the game. It seems like it would add a new kind of layer of strategy to make this much more than your typical throw items at the boss to beat the boss battler. Uh, I think the forging kind of adds a really interesting strategic element about what you play and when and which things you select from the market because of their abilities. So I always like it when games kind of introduce a twist like this. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out. So if you're looking for a competitive boss battler with a twist, or if you just like to craft things Minecraft style, then might I suggest Final Strike, which is on GameFound until April 11th. Now, moving forward, also on GameFound, is a game that ends on April 13th. This one is called Tir Nanog. Now, this is a new sort of card drafting tableau builder game for one to five players that is based on Celtic mythology, a theme that I haven't really seen touched since Inish, which we talked about before. Now, in this game, you're going to be playing as Celtic storytellers, traveling to Tir Nanog, which is basically the other world. It's where the fairies and all the the mythical creatures live, right? And you're going to go there to meet fantastical creatures and recount the many adventures that you have in the form of an epic saga. Now, as far as gameplay goes, it seems like it's a pretty straightforward tableau builder where you're trying to lay cards in different rows and columns in order to complete objectives. The drafting system, though, looks pretty interesting. You, ha you have to put your storyteller in between cards where you're trying to lay... Uh, you have to put the storyteller in between cards rather than on them, which looks like it kind of gives you a little diversity of choice because maybe you can pick both of the ones that are on there. Anyways, the art itself is fantastic in this game. I, I really love it when I get to learn a little bit more about a culture's mythology when I play a game. I personally am a big fan of mythology, uh, but if you're looking for a quick and strategic tableau builder or if you just want to stare at the amazing illustrations and gain a new hyperfixation on Celtic mythology then might I suggest Tir Nanok.
Alright, the next one we're going to talk about is actually not a board game at all. This one is the Tabletop News Campaign, which is on Kickstarter until April 13th. Now, Tabletop News is a weekly news series that's going to cover the latest stories in TTRPGs, in board games, and streaming, and beyond. You know, they're running this campaign to fund the first 10 episodes of the show that they plan to film as sort of a proof of concept, if you will. The proof of concept is really that people in the gaming community, like you, they want a, a reliable source of tabletop news all in one place from diverse voices in the industry. I, for one, am really looking forward to... They mentioned that they want to spotlight... Uh, BIPOC creators, which I think is an amazing cause. There's a ton of folks out there that deserve a lot of love, and I think this could be a really awesome platform to boost their stories. So if you're looking for a one-stop shop for all things tabletop, and you want to support some awesome creators in the gaming industry, then might I suggest checking out this tabletop news campaign, which is ending on Kickstarter on April 13th. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, next one up is another one ending on April 13th. This one is called Forge. This is, I guess, our second game about forging that we've talked about today. But unlike Final Strike, Forge is more of an engine-building, worker-placement game. And it plays up to four players in about 90 to 120 minutes. So you're getting a little bit more crunchy here. In this game, you're going to be running a smithy. And using your assistance to do things like improving the shop, acquiring raw resources, and fulfilling various weapon and armor contracts, right? Pretty straightforward. As far as the gameplay goes, it feels pretty familiar in a lot of ways, which I think is always a plus when teaching new players. It's got some classic worker placement elements built into it. It's got some contract fulfillment, which is one of my favorite mechanics. I, there's something about you know, finding the perfect efficiency to get the resources that you need to complete the thing that just scratches my brain in the right way. Anyways, I, I think there's also this other kind of element. There's a little bit of a race to get to the end game, to get to five objectives completed. So I think that uh, that is always an interesting mechanic to add in that will, you know, speed up the game as the game goes on. So Anyways, if you've been a fan of that TV show called Fortune Fire uh, about those amateur blacksmiths, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but you should probably check it out. Or if you just want that thinky Euro that I mentioned earlier with minimal luck and a streamlined action economy, hmm, sound familiar? Then might I suggest Forge, which is ending on Kickstarter on April 13th.
All right, next one up, and this is the last one that we're going to be talking about today. This one is a game called Drums of War, which is ending on Kickstarter on the next day, April 14th. Now, this one is a player versus player battling card game that you can play with either one or two people. There, in this game, you're going to be playing with one of two asymmetrical armies. They each have different strategies, and they each have different heroes, and you want to be the first army to taste that sweet, sweet victory, of course. Uh, the interesting thing about this game is that your deck is actually all the resources you have. And every time you play a card to the field, you're going to need to discard some cards from your hand or your deck to, to pay for it. I think this is going to lead to some really tough decisions in a really tight space, which is a feature that I think makes a lot of games really interesting. So I'm I'm very intrigued to see how this will play out. Plus, I, I will say as well that there are a bunch of different game modes included in the set. There's a solo mode, there's you know your regular duel mode, there's a campaign mode as well. And I think that is going to allow for a lot of different experience, player experiences with this game, which I think is great. So if you're looking for an intense sort of back and forth, card-based, two-player game... Again, you know, two-player game. I always get asked for recommendations for that, so this is another two-player game to check out. It's got asymmetric factions and a surprising amount of strategy packed in a nice compact box. Then, might I suggest Drums of War? And this one, like I mentioned, is ending on Kickstarter on April 14th. Whoa, 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 before we go, uh, Alex, that was a fantastic list, but there's one we both missed. It's the Project L Phoenix campaign that just launched this week is only going to be going for uh, less than two weeks. And this is very exciting. For folks who don't know, Project L is a hugely popular, um, what do you call it, polyomino Tetris tile-laying style game. And it gets even better with the Finesse expansion. You can look later this week for a run-through from Ruel of Project L with the Finesse expansion. Anyway, though, it looked like the publisher had originally gone out of business, but they have risen from the ashes like the Phoenix with this new Kickstarter campaign. And it's very exciting for everybody. I have, Project L is such a monster hit. It is definitely worth checking out and it's only going to be live for a little bit okay uh alex i think you were closing down the show i'll get back to you there's also another project which i didn't mention it's my birthday which is on april 17th so you know if you want to celebrate that then you can come over to my channel called might i suggest a game and subscribe to it but anyways that does it for today's episode of Crowd Sorcery. If there's any games that I missed that you're really interested in, or if you're just stoked on some of the ones that I did mention, then drop me a note in the comments. As always, don't forget to subscribe to this channel and check out my channel, like I mentioned before, called Might I Suggest a Game While You're At It. And if you subscribe to both channels, then great. Feel free to check out some of our other recent videos so we can help you find your perfect board game. Anyways, thanks for watching. I'll see you again in two weeks. As always, I'm Alex, your board game sommelier, signing off.